0: Hello humans, welcome to my podcast for inspired souls that are looking to improve and grow upon their already wonderful lives. I am your host, Sabrina Victoria, and this is episode 73. It is December 5th, 2018, Thursday. So last night after I did my podcast, I was clearing out and responding back to tons of direct messages on Facebook. And I can't tell you how many messages I get that simply say something to the effect of, talk to me, I'm bored. (laughs) I have nothing to do, entertain me, I'm bored. And all I can do when I get these messages is roll my eyes because I cannot think to myself how anyone in today's world could possibly be lonely or be bored with all there is to do and explore in 2018. It's crazy how busy I am, and it's crazy that anyone would be bored, especially to reach out to a stranger over the internet and then voice that you're bored. Like, Why wouldn't you reach out and at least strike up some sort of conversation? So anyways, I decided to come up with a list, a list of really awesome, um, really interesting things that you can do in order to um, be less bored, feel less lonely. So here is my list. Join me. Hello, my fellow humans. I certainly hope that everyone is having a fantastic day on Thursday. It is 5.44 p.m. I just got home from work. Super, super productive day. I love it when I get so much done for the day. It makes me feel so good at the end of my workday to feel as if I've accomplished so much. And then on top of that, when I get to talk to you guys and throw more positivity out into my world and more goodness out to the world, it just brings me up to a whole new level that I absolutely love. So thank you so much for those of you that peek in. Thank you so much for those of you that comment. Thank you so much for those who leave me hearts and smiley faces and thumbs up. I appreciate the love so much, even more than I could possibly explain to you guys. So, I want to uh, cover something that um, just kind of hit me yesterday out of the blue. I was going through my direct messages and I had a handful of people um, that were commenting, Hey, uh, talk to me. Hey, I'm bored. Hey, you know, I'm not doing anything right now. What are you doing? Just bored, just the lonely people. And I'm almost rolling my eyes, not obnoxiously or rudely, but I don't understand how anyone could possibly be bored. There's so many opportunities in this day and age of 2018 to meet people and to find people. And there's there's so many things to do and so many places to go. I don't understand it, but obviously there's individuals out there that are maybe feeling this pull of not being able to communicate or link up with people. So I thought I'd make a list. I made a list of um, a few things that I think is awesome things that can be done. um, If you're feeling kind of on the verge of feeling lonely or feeling bored, and um I don't know give me your ideas though what are some ideas that you're thinking what are some ideas that you do what are some things that you do as far as um when you're feeling a little lonely or a little bored and um I don't know add your ideas in other people can read them and maybe they can uh relate or maybe they'll like them more than my list So the first thing that I have, and one of the things that I love to do, and people probably would feel a little uncomfortable doing this, but it's honestly one of my favorite things to do is to go out by myself. Now, I probably didn't start doing this until I was probably 25, 26 years old. Even going to lunch by myself was like really weird and an awkward feeling, but I'm now to the point, at the lovely age of 36, where I feel totally comfortable going to dinner by myself, going to lunch by myself, going to the movies by myself, um, I think when you can kind of be comfortable with being alone, it kind of forces you to walk a little taller and feel a little more confident in yourself. It's kind of like a private practice on I'm going to force myself to do this and feel good and walk confidently um, in my like in my world, in my universe and and hold it like Tightly, like embrace the feeling, embrace the confidence that you feel and take it all in, take it all in, treat yourself to something nice. Um without all the hassles, right? Without all of the worrying about the person you're going out with being on their phone all the time, worrying about where you want to eat so that you both can collaborate in the same place. When you're by yourself, you can just do whatever you want. Really, you can read, you can listen to music, you can can be on your phone, you can eat whatever you want, you can indulge in, in whatever you want. And um embrace that, embrace that feeling of being be able to create your date exactly how you want it without having to <laughs> rearrange it or on somebody else's schedule. And not to say that's a bad thing, but take that into um, account when you are uh, by yourself. Like when you're at the movies, you can laugh as loud as you want. You can eat your popcorn as loud as you want. You can buy candy and popcorn and, you know, <laughs> and all the goodies and not have to worry about being judged by anybody. Um, take yourself out on, on a date. It's, it's, if you haven't done it yet, it is probably one of the most, Like freeing things when you can get to that point where you just don't even care, just whatever. This is my life. And if I feel like going to the movies today, I'm going to the movies no matter what and owning it. I really challenge you to take me up on that when you're feeling slightly lonely or a little bit bored in your world. Um, the next thing is meetups. Now I'm so surprised with how many people do not know about meetups. But if you go on your phone, like meetups.com or an app, it's called meet M E E T ups U P S meetups, and it's basically tons, like thousands of different things that you can do, usually for free, like. At least 50 to 60, maybe more percent are totally free where you can go and you can meet up with people that like to do things that you like to do. So there'll be like a here in Florida, there's biking meetups where if you like to cycle, it'll literally give like a day and a time for a meetup. It'll be like, you know, west side of 42nd and Main Street, um, 8 o'clock a.m., And when you, you know, if that's something that you want to do, you put yourself as attending, you know, click in because you're registered in the, in the meetup groups or whatever. And you just show up at, at eight o'clock in the morning on whatever day you meet up on that corner. And there'll be people there, just like a bunch of people. there, just showing up to ride, to do the same thing you want to do. If you like to go rock climbing, same thing. If you like to do books, there's book clubs, there's tea parties, and there's all age groups. There's like, I've seen pregnant moms, there's like meetups for just pregnant moms to like meet up and like knit or just moms with younger kids and strollers and they'll meet up and they'll go to the zoo one day or they'll go to the park one day and they're all kids that are all between the ages of like two and four so that way there's a big group of two or four year old kids that can all play together. Um, and then stuff for young adults, there's tons of stuff. There's, you know, parks, there's, um, frisbee, there's golf, there's baseball, there's volleyball, softball, there's knitting groups and, and anything you could think of makeup, probably makeup and hair, um, mastermind groups that you can, uh, look up. You can just go, you just show up at the time of the day, everything's listed there and you don't even have to know these people, They're just complete strangers, but they all have the same exact mindset as you. They like to do the same things that you like to do, and um, you guys are all meeting up to do that one thing. Now the cool thing about this is it's not a dating app, right, now it might be cool, to use it as a dating app because you know, you're know you meeting up with people who like to do the same things you do, but it's platonic. So whether you're with somebody or not with somebody or maybe you're not with somebody but you just don't wanna get into the dating scene, it's a little too uh, too much for you to handle at the moment, you can just go with no expectations and be around people that are couples or not couples or single or not single and just do the stuff that you like to do. So uh, make a note of that. Meetups.com. Google it up. Register and start looking through all the stuff. It's an easy, easy way to um, find something to do so that you're not lonely or bored on a Saturday afternoon. It's crazy. Um, next one is to volunteer. Uh, this is something that I used to do a lot more often before I started all of this side stuff that I'm doing now with trying to create um, my, my passion and my business on the side here that you guys are watching evolve. Um, but I used to eat, uh, volunteer all the time at um, a women's shelter or, or for children are single moms. Now there's all different types. And the cool thing about this is if you're the type of person that maybe doesn't like people, you're like, "Ah, I'm lonely, but I can't deal with people. You can volunteer at pet shelters. There's dog shelters. There's shelters with all sorts of uh, animal horses. Um, There's so many um, areas that need help with animals. Um, There's so many uh, places to volunteer for homeless people, for single moms, for children with no parents. Um, There's so many different avenues. Google, Google, you're on the internet right now listening to me. Open up another page on the side and and look it up. Volunteer work in and put your town and scroll through. The only issue you're going to have is if you are trying to do it with your child um, for someone who's younger or either with your child or for your child. So one of the issues that I have had is I wanted to start like when my son was like 10 to 12 is really when I was doing a lot of my volunteer work. And it was kind of frustrating because I could only go by myself. I couldn't bring my son because he was too young and they didn't want anyone that young um, to be in the facility of what I was doing. So he only got to go maybe four or five times with me uh, now that he's older, I think the cutoff was actually 14 years old. So now that he's older, I probably could start volunteering a lot more, but that is definitely something to look into. There's so many ways to volunteer, even it's building, there's there's uh, people who are trying to reconstruct entire neighborhoods that are in low income housing, um, you know, homes or schools or uh, community centers for children or playgrounds. I've seen that too. So put your feelers out there and figure out if there is um, somewhere where your time is needed where you can, again, find people who are interested in the same thing, giving back, volunteering their time, and a great, great way to, again, meet up with people that are like-minded. Um, something that I think is a really good idea that I would not necessarily do, I'm not a huge animal person, but adopting, adopting, um, an animal, there's tons of dogs, tons of cats, rabbits, birds. There's tons of animals within the United States, um, or I'm sure in every country that need a home. Uh, whether a natural disaster hit their area and the animals were left for dead, or a whole family um, maybe had to move into an area where that animal isn't accepted. I know that, you know, personal friends of mine have moved, you know, times got tough and they moved from a home into an apartment and they weren't able to bring their dog and their dog then had to be um, taken to the um, a shelter of some sort. Go to these shelters. If you have the capacity to the backyard to or the home um, go and maybe even not necessarily adopt the pet even and bring it into your home and have that burden and that extra expense, but even just going to the shelter, like I said before, and, um, taking a few hours out of your day or out of your weekend, uh, to give back. And again, same exact thing. You're going to be meeting people who love animals and who love to do that sort of thing. And there's going to be a connection there, a human connection that you can, uh, flourish with and bloom with, which is going to be really, really exciting to you. Now, this is one that I actually pulled off of the internet because I googled up um, something about loneliness. And I had never thought of this before, but it was so interesting to me that I thought I would share it. And basically what it's saying is to identify your Um, identify your loneliness and to be okay with it, to like almost embrace it. And this to me was so interesting because it's almost like it's saying to um, not only necessarily um, like be okay with it, but almost welcome it. Like there was, um, a quote in there that said, almost treat your loneliness as it's like a separate entity or almost a friend. You know, when you, when you're feeling that bit of loneliness or that bit of boredom, Almost acknowledge it and say welcome, like oh there you are, like in quotes it said oh there you are, my my loneliness friend. Here we are, um, let's hang out together, and identify it and be okay with it instead of it being a negative thing, as if you know I can't believe I'm lo- <laughs> you know I'm so lonely. Woe is me, a victim attitude. Kind of embrace the thought of of the emotion or the, I guess the thought process that comes with feeling lonely, maybe the dark side of it, but welcoming it with open arms as if you know that it's just going to be a a blimp you know, a speck in time, you know that it's not going to be forever, but it's just visiting you for a second. It's just visiting you for a moment in time. Um, I have never done this, but quite honestly, I thought that that was so interesting. And I'd like to know, number one, is there anyone here who has done that? And number two, if you try that, if you could get back to me and let me know what your thought process was on that. Like, did it actually work? Was it something that you were able to embrace and acknowledge and accept and sit in? Like, were you able to sit in? in that emotion and be okay, and then pull yourself out of it? Or does it become like a dark dungeon? I'd like to know what your your thought process is on that. So get back to me if number one, you've done it, or number two, when you try it or if you ever try it, let me know what your outcome was. Uh, One of my favorites (laughs) that I haven't done in such a long time, and I used to do more often, again, before my side hustle days was take a bath. Take a bath, and my good friend Shelly loves to take baths. Um, One of, I know her favorite things to do when she's doing her self-care routine is to take a nice, relaxing bubble bath. And uh, I have not had a bubble bath in a very long time. I don't think that my bathtub is at the capacity right now where I could even take a bath. But um, again, something that's super fun and relaxing, can kind of calm your mind, that you can do self-care, right? You don't always have time. There's work and there's family and there's children, now would be a good time, when you're feeling this time, would be a good time to take care of yourself and draw yourself a bath, a nice warm bubble bath. Now, um, one thing that I would love to do that I have not done, number one, uh, number two, again, time. I don't have the time nor the capacity. And I feel as if I did this at this moment in time. I would probably not enjoy it because I just feel like I have so much on my plate right now. But uh, for those of you that are lonely or bored, an amazing idea that I thought of would be to go on a random short trip. And when I say that, I don't mean necessarily even an overnight trip because I know that finances don't always... um, can't always you know stretch to that limit depending on where you're at financially in your life at the moment. But even if it's just taking a train ride into the city and going for a walk and grabbing a you know a caramel apple or um or you know the other idea was just grab a random flight. You know nowadays with the with the airplanes last minute random flights a lot of times will go so cheap. Um, I know that I get updates constantly Uh, because I am members at certain airlines where they give deals where they'll say, hey, if you fly in two days, we'll send you all the way to California for $59 or something to the effect. So keep your eye open for stuff like that. There are so many websites nowadays that promise really good deals where you can literally fly somewhere for a weekend or a day Overnight stay. Now, with Airbnb, it's so easy to stay cheaply in different areas that it's, I feel as if it would be something that could be easily done over a weekend. If you feel as if you're going to have a very lonely, uh, bore, <laughs> bored weekend where you're just sitting around Netflix binging. Take yourself on an adventure of some kind, even if it's by yourself. And then when you're in that area, like I said, log in to meetups and see if there's something in that area going on. The other thing, speaking of Airbnb, is Airbnb actually has what they call experiences now. So if those of you that haven't gone on to Airbnb, again, I highly recommend Airbnb.com. Not only do they have places to stay, so like homes to stay in, kind of like a hotel stay, but they actually also have what they call experiences, where they'll have, um, You know, companies that will little small shops or towns or or uh, again, sort of like meetups where you can ride bikes, you can canoe, you can kayak, you can mountain climb, you can create pottery, you can get together and do wine tasting or get together and do coffee. Uh, different coffee tasting, little bakeries, little tiny little things that you can do that are just unique to that town or that area, that are different, you know, a little more different and not so touristy, uh, such as the big attractions that have like tons and tons of money that can advertise uh, on the TV and stuff. These are little tiny little places that are are unique or local to those areas. And a great, great thing to do if you're feeling a little bored or lonely. Now, my always go-to when I am, usually when I'm overwhelmed more than anything, because I don't, as far as getting lonely or bored, it's not really something that I have had the opportunity to be in that mindset recently. But I used to or feel as if I would exercise. So going for a run, not only are you able to clear your mind, think, right you're able to think zone out zone in on an idea or a passion but you're also getting exercise so i am a huge believer of multitasking being able to kill two birds with one stone so if you can kind of drop the loneliness act and then simultaneously also clear your mind or turn on your mind for inspiration and then simultaneously get some sort of exercise or some activity for your actual physical body it's a win-win all the way around. So even just going for a quick walk around the block, even going for a um, a uh, a quick jog, a quick run, going to the gym, or even just calling up your neighbor and asking her if she wants to do a couple uh, laps around the cul-de-sac, or something of the sort. It's just something to get yourself up and get yourself moving, rather than idling on the internet. Uh, direct messaging, complete strangers, and letting them know that you're bored. (laughs) Link up with people in your area. Now, one thing that I do do with my son, more so when he was a little younger than now, but I do still do, is go through old photo albums. If you have children and you're kind of having a down and out day where you're just kind of, again, binge watching TV, sitting on the couch, eating chips, watching the same shows, change it up, inspire and enlighten your children by going through old photo albums. This is one of my son's favorite things to do probably just maybe even two years ago his whole duration of his life we loved to go through our old photo albums and even growing up i remember some of my favorite things to do would be when my parents would turn on the old vhs tapes and you can see us when we're little you can see us sledding down hills and my dad playing the guitar and um our sleepovers that we would have such a great way to bring the family together and really like communicate and tell old stories and it brings up so many memories and so many cool stories of you know when your children were younger or even when you were younger and um allow you to be able to really uh, dig in deep to the family history of your children and where it began, and different houses you stayed at, and different states you've stayed at, and and different adventures that you guys have gone on. Whether it's videos or whether whether it's photo albums, I so encourage instead of taking the another Saturday just watching the same old TV, take the opportunity to open up an old photo album, open up a um. A uh, a video. Take out the old VHSs. I know even my parents had the the old like flip. I don't even know what they're called anymore but the one that like goes around on a spindle and you put it up on the wall. And I remember going through my parents' wedding. I remember going through when I was like six months old, one year old, and just seeing all of these awesome pictures flashing up on the wall. And I remember I'd get so happy and I'd be so excited and my sister and I would be laughing. And we look at all the pets that we had and telling stories about all that stuff. It's such a great way to really bring the family together instead of doing the same old, same old, boring, um, let's just sit around and watch TV type of stuff. Um, One of the things that I used to do, again, that I don't really do as often as I would like to do, is um, grab a camera and go outside and take pictures. Uh, There's there's so much beauty, not only with the people in and around your family, uh, your friends, but just nature itself is so beautiful. Whether it's nature, whether it's parks or, um, you know, you're taking your whole family to the playground, but even just art um, buildings, like old buildings. I know that we live in Uh, near Miami here. And some of the graffiti on the walls and some of the old architecture is so gorgeous. I know so many of you live in like or near or in old towns. Um, I used to live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, one of the oldest towns in the country. Um, St. Augustine, Florida, again, one of the oldest towns in the country, just beautiful architecture. Again, take yourself and just take random pictures, bring your family again for like, um, uh, instead of again, sitting at home watching TV all day, take the whole family out and, um, cruise around town, pull your camera out and take pictures. Such a great, great way to bond either with yourself, with your community, and with your family. Um, One of my favorite things to do, and I would do more often if I had more time, is yoga. I absolutely love, I always say, that you know one of the questions that people always get is you know if you had a million dollars what would you do if you had it's like yoga <laughs> if i was set financially i would do yoga every single day it is such a such a soul searching experience for me if you've never done it i highly encourage it quite honestly it just hits all the levels. It hits your body, it hits your mind, it hits your soul. A great way to meet people. Again, a great way to to meet physically like like physically conscious people, people who are conscious of their insides of their physical body and a great way to get healthy, right? It's not super extreme. These people are usually individuals who are very interested in mind, body, and soul, not necessarily just the physical outlook of your body. Great way to, again, connect with people, connect with yourself, and get out of that funk of feeling lonely or feeling bored. One of the things again that I have gone on and off with doing throughout my lifetime is a gratitude journal. I have done so many of these within my lifetime. It's usually done when I'm feeling a little bit down and a little bit out. I take the time to uh, write down all the things that I'm grateful for all the things in my life that I'm grateful for. And depending on how long I'm in my funk for, sometimes it's just a day. I just have to remind myself of all the things I'm grateful for. Sometimes it's a couple days. Sometimes it's a week. Sometimes it's a month where every single day I'm jotting down and I'm reminding myself of all the things that I'm grateful for. And I really do think that the reason that I am so optimistic about my life, the reason that I always have such a positive attitude is because I have practiced this myself so many times throughout my life that even when I am feeling a little down and out, I'm very aware and very easily reminded of all the things that I'm grateful for because they're on the forefront of my brain because I have continuously written them down for years and years in my life. So whenever I'm feeling a little frustrated, a little lonely, a little bored, a little overwhelmed, I'm always able to regurgitate All of those words that I've written down so many times on um, things that I'm grateful for in my life. Uh, One of my favorite things, one of my absolute favorite things, which is why I am saving it for close to the last, is um, TED Talks. I am absolutely obsessed with TED Talks. If you have not, if you have not, uh, experienced a TED talk, I highly recommend. They have an entire website and they are also majority of them, if not all of them, are on YouTube. Some of the most inspirational, brilliant people you could possibly listen to, possibly get like an inkling of the brilliance of their mind or the way that they're their thoughts work or the emotions work it's fantastic a fantastic way to spend an hour or two hours or three hours or an entire day of your life there's so much that can be learned from some of these people and they literally cover every single topic you could possibly think of I remember even watching a TED Talk on a guy who was trying to save trees. And he, all the whole TED Talk was how to dry your hands using one paper towel. That was the entire TED Talk. He took like 10 different types of paper towels that would be in a bathroom, like a a sampling of different paper towels, and it opened up with like, can, you know, how many paper towels most people use, and most people use like three paper towels when they're at a bathroom just to dry their hands. And he went by the step-by-step basis on like how to get it, like you know, rinsing your hands and then kind of flinging the water off and then kind of squeezing your hands and then taking a paper towel and dabbing your hands and how you can literally dry your hands with just one piece t- piece of towel. And then that went into how you can Uh, if you don't use as many paper towels, how many trees you'll end up saving if we all just used one paper towel. It was the most like simplest yet interesting and what's so crazy about it is since watching, I've actually watched it twice in my lifetime at two totally separate times. I, I use one paper towel because I use his exact technique and I use one paper towel now to dry my hands in like recognition of that video. And I make it a point to make sure that I fully dry my hands with one paper towel knowing that I'm helping save trees. All good stuff, all good amazing things that I think everybody should be listening to. Now the last thing that I have on here, which I have done so much of, is DIY projects. Now this is probably more so, actually, this is guys and girls, because there's things, there's all sorts of things, right? My dad was constantly working on the house, constantly rebuilding areas, you know, tearing down bedrooms, rebuilding up bedrooms, putting up sheds, adding on... (laughs) Adding on complete patios in our backyard. My parents were always landscaping so much stuff to keep busy. Uh, One of the things that I love doing is DIY projects with my son, even just going to the store and buying the little robotics uh, sets or um, knitting sets. I remember my mom used to buy, my sister and I like little knitting sets or little bead sets. And uh, the other thing is scrapbooking. I have done <laughs> scrapbooking for the majority of my life. I've stopped over the past maybe five or six years just because social media has taken over so much. It's almost it's almost impossible to get pictures now because nobody has cameras or film. It's kind of weird and, and everything's online now. But I've got so many scrapbooks. So with that trip that I told you you know, would be a good idea to take, like the last minute trip, take pictures and create a scrapbook. Uh, when you're out with your children taking pictures on the town or in awesome areas or with architectural backgrounds or graffiti backgrounds, print them all up and make a scrapbook with your children. There's so many interesting things that you can actually do with your hands um, rather than just sitting on your phone being absolutely bored, bored and lonely. So listen, I I think my list was, was awesome. I'm not sure what you guys thought of it, but give me feedback. Let me know which of these is amazing. Let me know which one of these are things you've never thought of before. Let me know if you've ever done any of these. If any of these were something that you do all the time that you love doing. Not only does it help me, but it also will help whoever else is watching this and reading through the comments and giving them ideas not only for their family, to keep their family away from Netflix binging every weekend, but also for those of us that are maybe sometimes sitting at home, bored or lonely, and just feeling disconnected from the world and needing some ideas on how to reconnect. So thanks so much for joining me here at my podcast, Human Better. Be sure to follow me here on SoundCloud and under sabrinavictoria.com. Always healthy, passion-filled content here. I am here to support you in your dreams. Reach out to me anytime. I'm always willing to hear and guide you to your passion. Much love. Mwah